Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, welcome back. Beamer in for Bowerly here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Hope you're having a great victory Monday. Uh, we did talk a little bit about uh, the Bills in the first hour. If you uh, want to comment on your expectations, we're still taking those calls at 803-0930, star 930. But also talking about the Buffalo News done printing newspapers in Buffalo. Now, I, a lot of people say it's not that big of a deal. Um, you know, the, the Buffalo News will still be printed just in Cleveland. I, I think it is a big deal. Like, you know, I, I do think it, I don't know, does it say a lot about the Buffalo News? Does it say a lot about Buffalo? Um, I, maybe both. 803-0930, star 930. What, if anything, does the Buffalo News printing its paper in Cleveland change your opinion of the Buffalo News. Or maybe you, you've you already thought of them as being less local and this really kind of just uh, cements that decision, or I'm sorry, that opinion. 803-0930, star 930. Now, before the break, we were talking about other publications that, are, that were printed at the Buffalo News printing press. Well, one of those was the Spectrum, which is a student newspaper over at UB, uh, in September, they announced that they would cease printing and become online only. So they did not move somewhere else to have their paper printed. They decided to go uh, online only, and so far I'm sure that's working out uh, well for them. Uh, another paper that was printed there was the Griffin at Canisius. Was not able to find if they have uh, continued, find, found somewhere else to print their paper, or if they've also gone online only. So this didn't just affect the Buffalo News. It affected, uh, I mean, two college newspapers, right? I mean, we're talking about that's kind of what you get into if the next move is if you want to get into journalism. I mean, even I, someone who can't write, <laughs> admittedly can't write, even I wrote an opinion piece for the Medai newspaper when I was in college, right? I mean, it's just part of what you do if you're going into uh the communications field. Um, I would not recommend anyone go find that opinion piece. Number one, I don't think it's online because I've looked for it. Number two, it's poorly written, and it's a great example of why I did not go into writing. Just, I mean, admittedly, I, I, I will admit that. But I think it's a sad day. 
and, and as much as I can sit here and, and call out what I think are fair criticisms of the Buffalo News, um, and I know there are certain people at the Buffalo News who would write fair criticisms of me, so I, I think it's only fair. Um, I, I do think it's a sad day here in western New York, and you know I, I'm very interested in that first snowstorm. Does the paper get here, get to your doorstep in time? A, a paper that, by the way, was already struggling to get to people on time, right? I mean, it seemed like once or twice a week we were getting updates that the paper uh, was going to be late this morning. Uh, and we'd have to you know, pass that note along. But it also makes me question where the politicians are. You know, uh, we all remember Mark pulling cars when New Era uh, was either moving jobs or, or eliminating jobs. Uh, I mean, he stood outside the stadium. He demanded the name be taken off the stadium. Where is Mark Polonkars when it comes to the Buffalo News jobs? Where's Tim Kennedy? Where's Sean Ryan? Where are these politicians? You know, union workers, pro-union workers. We've seen that over the last few weeks. UAW. All right, well, what about... These workers, these were union workers, I think, maybe not. The, the, the writers for the paper are union workers. But these are 130 local jobs. You've got the governor, Buffalo's own Kathy Hochul, trying to get jobs for the, the migrants that are here in New York State. But we can't keep the jobs for those. Again, I don't think it's... I don't think it's on the government to, you know, to say, hey, you've got to keep this person hired. I just think it's hypocrisy that one place we've got every politician out there, you've got to keep these jobs, demanding to keep these jobs. Yet when the Buffalo News is eliminating jobs, again, a newspaper that's very favorable to a lot of the politicians mentioned, there's nothing. It's silence. It's, it's crickets. And that's, in my opinion, that has, I don't care if they're Democrats, Republicans, Independents, I don't care what their political party is. You know, if the Buffalo, if I was a politician, which I never would be, if I was a politician and, and I was there to fight for my constituents and I saw these jobs being eliminated, handed over to Cleveland, Ohio, I don't care if every day they wrote a favorable opinion of me, I'd stand up and go, what the heck are you doing? What is this? And again, it wouldn't be an issue if they didn't call out New Era a few years ago. I think that's where the question comes from. But what are your thoughts? The Buffalo News moving its printing to Cleveland. Again, if you've got the paper this morning, notice any difference. Compare it to Friday's paper. Is there any difference between Friday's Buffalo News and the one you're holding in your hands today? John and Tanawanda. John, what are your thoughts? Yeah, so um, I'm not too familiar with the whole uh, re. Uh, relocation of the printing services, but did did they say why they're moving? Was it like I mean, like higher taxes, or like is was it a regional issue? Or I think it was. We already have this many people working in Cleveland. We don't need to hire anyone more to print another paper. Gotcha. Yeah, I was just curious if it was because I mean, you know, it's a whole different state. Maybe they had lower taxes, and that may have you know something to do with it too. Oh yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah. Uh, but that's that's all I was just going to call about. Oh yeah, hey John, appreciate the call. I mean, that obviously could have something to do with it as well. Um, wasn't mentioned anything I heard, but it, it's not crazy to think that could also be. 
Um, a, a reason. John, appreciate the call. Uh, this is from 2020. Mark Polonkars questions the priorities of a company that paid millions for stadium naming rights uh, that has two rounds of layoffs. I'm trying to see how many people were laid off at New Era. This week, the company announced 117 employees were being let go. 117 employees were going to be let go. And, and we saw the, the, the Kanye executive stand up and um, you know demand answers. We saw 130 jobs eliminated on Saturday and haven't seen anything. I haven't, I haven't heard anything. From the county executive, I just I, I want to know why the priorities were so quick to go after New Era, but not go after the Buffalo News. And is that all it takes? A favorable opinion, a few favorable articles, and the Buffalo News can do whatever it wants. It's not going to get called out. Maybe that's what it is. I wouldn't know. I've been mentioning the Buffalo News a few times, uh, but mostly just as programming notes, not really opinion pieces and I'm fine with that. I don't I don't need anyone to have an opinion. That's that's quite all right. 8030930 star 930. Uh if you want to keep talking about that, we'll take your calls on the Buffalo News moving uh its production to Cleveland, Ohio uh as 130 people unemployed this morning thanks to the Buffalo News. Tell me what you think about that. But moving on to something that you might be noticing at home, you might be talking about at your kitchen table, you might be feeling in your back pocket, and yes, it's the student loans. Remember, student loans are going to be forgiven. That was a big campaign promise of the current president. Well, that didn't happen, and this month, student loans are back on, and payments are due in the month of October. Again, depends on... When, when your stuff is due. Uh, but a lot of questions go around this. Number one, you know, the very immediate question is, what is going to go to start making these payments again, right? You, you know, since COVID, you've had this extra money because you haven't had to make um, student loan payments. Now, you could have done the smart thing and paid the loan while it was paused, right? Or, like many people did, you didn't pay it. Maybe you got some other stuff uh, paid off while that was while that was sitting around, uh, not collecting late fees, not affecting anything. But what do you do now when you know a three hundred dollar payment is due this month? How do you adjust the budget? That's my first question. I think the bigger question here is, how do we make college cheaper? How do we avoid this problem? Because my biggest criticism of um, student debt relief was, number one, you're taking a loan out. You know, I mean, that's a lesson in life. You take a loan out, you're going to have to pay it back. Believe me, it's a lesson in life that I've uh, screwed up uh, a few times. But it's a lesson in life. You do have to eventually pay loans back. Might take a long time, but you got to pay it back. So... If we had just forgiven all the student loans, well, then the next generation would have student loans, right? So how do we make this not a problem anymore? And I think there are a few ways to look at this. So number one, number one question is, are you facing a student loan payment due this month after not paying for the last two years? 803-0930, star 930. 
Have you had to adjust your budget? Had you been saving for these payments to restart? Had you kept on making payments? Maybe it won't affect you at all. 803-0930, star 930. But another question, I know Brian got into this on BMAS and Beamer this morning. Um, the, the, the next question, how do we make this not a problem anymore? Like, how do we not have such a high number of people in debt because of college? And I think a lot plays into this. Number one, I think we have to make college cheaper. And if that means requiring less credits, right, maybe you go to college and you just go for your degree. You just do classes for your degree. I mean, at Madai College, RIP Madai College, at Madai College, they had a fantasy football class. I don't know if that's the name of it, but the whole point was just to build a fantasy sports team. I didn't take that class, Tanner, because I probably would have lost, and I probably would have failed. Um, but maybe we get rid of some of the electives. Maybe we, don't, maybe we don't require so many credits. But I think another thing is, um, you know, maybe we are honest with people in high school. Because all I remember in high school is being told you have to go to college. You must go to college. You know, they would give you the charts. Oh, you know, kids who go to people who go to college versus people who don't go to college, their earning differential. Well, let me tell you, I went to college. I know a lot of people who didn't go to college who make a hell of a lot more money than I do. So that theory out the door, if you ask me. But we would be given these charts and you'd be made to think if you don't go to college, oh, my gosh. You're never going to make any money. You're not going to go anywhere. You're not going to have a career. It's just the opposite from what I've, I've, I've um, discovered. Most of the people I know who didn't go to college, you know, had four years head start on their career. Most of them are in very lucrative roles now at this point in life. And again, I love where I am in life. I love my job. I love this job. I don't think I needed college for this job. I mean, that's my first complaint, and I'm just putting that in, in Joe Beamer terms, in my life terms. And I'm sure my parents don't want to hear this because my parents um, are the ones who paid for my education. I don't think I need a college to do this. Now, I met some great people in school, and I, like I've always said, I don't think I would be at this station in this seat if it wasn't for Madai. But it had nothing to do with my schooling and had everything to do with great people like Lou Positidis, who got me an interview here, got me in the door here, right? So for me, yes, it was worth going because it got me in the door. Do I think I needed the four years to be here? No. And I think, it, I think to say for everyone that, it's tr- that you must go to school, you must go to college after high school. And I know I've talked about this before. But I think we need to also take a look at what do you want to do in life? What is your goal after college? Of course, your number one goal in college is to get an education and to get a head start in your career. The second thing in college is to have one hell of a time. And don't get me wrong. I had so much fun in college. I told my wife a few, uh, a few days ago, I said, I really wish I would wake up and be back in college. I don't think she liked that statement. I, it was nothing against her. I just said, I wish I'd wake up and be back in college. I just meant for the day. <laughs> she didn't like that statement. Um, but you know, college, yes, it was a lot of fun. 
But we we have to be honest with people. Like, if you want to do this, this, and this, then yeah, you need to be. A, you, you have to go to college. You want to be a doctor. You want to go into law. I, those are the two examples I always go to. I know there's plenty more, but you also have to look at what does the average person make in this career after college. Like those numbers have to be. Those those were never presented to me in high school. I was never. I was never shown. This is what you will spend on an education, and this is what you will likely make on the average person in the field you go into will make in the first 10 years of, of uh, post-college. Like that should have been that should be given to every student when they're contemplating what they're going to do after they graduate high school. And here's another thing. College isn't for everyone. Like I'm not the smartest person when it comes to book smarts. I will admit that I am not. And my next topic is going to show that because I'm going to ask the question, is math necessary in school? But I, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm nowhere close to book smart, right? Like the idea that, that college was, you know, that college was made for someone like me, I, I just, I don't think it should have been, you must go to college. Like there are just some people that will do fine the minute they walk out of high school. They don't need college and they're not going to use college. And to say that you must go into this kind of debt just to be successful in life, I think it's a disservice. 803-0930, star 930. We have Mike and Fredonia. Mike, I, I want to have you on for more than one minute, so I hope you can hold through the break um, because I, I don't want to just bring you on for one minute. That, that wouldn't be fair to you. It wouldn't be fair to the listeners. So, Mike, hang on. We'll take you right out of the break. If you want to call in, 803-0930, star 930. College loans, they are restarting this month, maybe you've gotten the bill and the due date in the mail. Uh, how's that affecting you? 803 star 930. How do we make college cheaper? I say we reduce credits. What do you say? 803 star 930. And this idea of college, you must go to college. Colleges, you know, uh, everyone should go to college after high school. Should we really, in 2023, is that really still the message? And, I mean, are there just some fields that it's not worth going and putting yourself in debt? Like, if you're not going to make a, a certain amount of money in the first 10 years of post-college life, is it worth going into debt? 803-0930, star 930. And, and you know, maybe we throw a, a fourth one in here. Parents, did you feel an obligation to pay for your students' uh, college when they turned 18. Let's throw that in there as well. 803-0930, star 930, Beamer, in for Bowerly, back after this. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. 
Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Welcome back. It's Beamer in for Bowerly here on this Victory Monday. 803 930 star 930 is the number to get on. We're talking student loans. Uh, how are you affected? And how do we make college cheaper? Do we re- Should we really be encouraging all to go to college after high school? And what's the right way to do it? Like I said, I was never given a chart with how much in debt you will be after college compared to the degree you get, the job you get with that degree, how much that will pay the first 10 years of your life. 803-0930, star 930. Um, Also, parents, grandparents, um, well, parents, do you feel, do you, did you feel an obligation to pay uh, for your child's education? My parents paid for my first four years. I was the idiot that had to go back for a fifth. I paid for the fifth year. Um, and believe me, uh, the stories I'm seeing, what I, what I see people struggling with, I'm thankful to my parents for that every day, every single day, um, and, and hope that I can provide the same for my son if he makes a decision to go to college in 18 years. 803 star 930 gets you on. Mike in Fredonia has been very patient. Mike, thank you so much for hanging on. Hey, Joe, how you doing? Doing all right. What are your thoughts on all this? So a couple different things that come to my mind. Um, We had the good fortune of hosting two students from Spain several years ago and watching their journey, you know, throughout the years, they've since graduated their high school programs and gone on to colleges in their respective countries. And in the European countries, these kids don't go to school and take fluff classes. They don't take the gen ed stuff where it really doesn't matter for what the degree they're doing. If they're going into journalism, they learn how to write. If they're going to to be a pilot, they learn how to fly. They don't take underwater basket weaving and, you know, 27 gym credits and, you know, how to be a good student, those types of classes. And, you know, I think those kids come out, you know, one, cheaper because their education system doesn't cost nearly as much as ours, but they – have more they have more invested in what they went to school for um, partly because they test for it and this is kind of where their future directs them but you know I think that in in America we spend so much time you know trying to make this well-rounded student and it's not about whether or not this kid can you know you know show up to you know whatever class and you know go to the, to the gym and, and bench press and, you know, get that gym credit, they, they learn what they're in school for. So, you know, I think that as Americans, I think we kind of put the wrong focus on what education is. And I think we've kind of pigeonholed ourselves into we need to send everybody to college, even though kids don't need to go to college. Um, now, I contrast that with my own children, um, I have three. Um, two of them are in the military. Uh, one 
actually went to school to be a teacher, which you need to go to school for. Uh, but our son who went to school for education went to school and, you know, basically he paid his own way. He lived at home. He figured out a way to, you know, pay the bills and come out of, you know, his four years without incurring any debt. Uh, our oldest daughter was in the Navy Reserves, and the New York State has a program very similar, similar to the Empire Grant where kids can, if they're in the reserves, can take uh, part in, it's called the, the Yellow Ribbon Program, and they can get their state tuition paid for, you know, much like kids with the Empire Grant. Uh, and then our, our third and our youngest just went straight into the military and will have his GI Bill to pay for his, his college. So there are so many different ways to, to make college work without breaking the bank. And I think that we put such an emphasis on, and I heard you say this earlier, and I, I won't disagree with you, but, um, you know, the whole idea of the college experience, I think we – we kind of take that a little too far. And, you know, when you said you had to pay for that fifth year out of your own pocket, you, I look at how many kids, you know, leave the area. You know, they think they want to go to whatever big, you know, state school, three, eight, four, five, ten hours away from home. And within two semesters, they end up back in their hometown going to whatever local school, living the same, you know, expectation. So I think there's a lot of different ways that we can shift our focus on how we push education. And I think we need to push vocations more for kids. No, uh, I, 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 Mike, I don't disagree. I want to back to that Spain example. Do they have less years involved in their college? No. Uh, so my understanding is, uh, so both of the, the boys that we hosted, uh, are they're getting ready to complete their their four years, but they're not taking the one student is uh, is going into journalism, and all of his focus is on journalism. It's not about taking math classes, like you said. He doesn't need math. He doesn't need to know, you know, biology and science and things like that. Um, he needs to learn how to write. Um, the other one is learning how to fly. Um, so he doesn't. You know, he might need more math classes, but doesn't need English and science and things like that. Um, so it's just it's just a very different approach, I think. No, it's very interesting. Hey, Mike, appreciate the uh, appreciate the call, Mike in Fredonia, eight hundred three zero nine thirty star nine thirty is the number to get on if you want to uh, give us your thoughts. Appreciate Mike hanging on there. Good stuff. And, and, and let me let me agree with what Mike said. I, I do think as much as Hey, I will talk about the college experience until, you know, the day I die. And yes, I had a great time in college. Um, you know, your main focus in college, if we're, you know, going to be adults about it, or the, the main focus is to advance your education and to, you know, work on that degree and hopefully that degree getting you to, um, you know, a place where you can start and build a career. I completely agree. But we also have to be honest, college is a lot of fun, right? I mean, it's a lot of fun. Now, sometimes it's too much fun, and you have to go for a fifth year. Yeah, and that financially is an awful, awful decision. I, I get it. I, I see both sides of it. I don't want you to think I don't see both sides of it. Uh, Linda in Ellicottville. Linda, what do you think of the loan repayments that are starting back up today? 
Well, I mean, I'm pretty passionate about that. My son, when he went to high school, little country school, he was actually um, advised to go into a technical field. They really didn't think he was smart enough to get a degree or to go to college. Well, he graduated with his GED and then decided, uh, I'm going to look at colleges. And he was able to go. He was... um, uh, accepted at college, he went on actually to get his doctorate in information systems and communication. But I agree with you, like you said, they don't give you any kind of a chart that says if you go to school for this long or you pay this much money, this is what you're going to owe, and this is how many, many years you're going to have to pay for it. And the thing that really fries me is that these federal student loans are eight and a half percent interest compounded daily. You're never going to pay them off. And who do you think makes money off of those federal student loans? I'm going to guess the Fed. Our government. Yeah. Exactly. Do we not want our students to become competitive in the world? So now here he's got his doctorate. Very smart guy. His He really enjoyed he wasn't a partier but he did enjoy the college experience and that experience did make him a more well-rounded individual in life but um was it worth the money he he to this day says it was the biggest mistake he ever made and in let me point out too that a lot of his professors were adjunct professors wow so yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm surprised that that in the field he's in, he still thinks it's a it's a mistake. I would uh, assume, and I, I I shouldn't say stuff like this, but I would assume that's a, a good money making field. He people don't want to pay if you, from what I've heard, because he has applied and applied for federal jobs. He'll move anywhere. He really would like to get into a program with NASA, or I mean, it's a marketing really type of field, but. I've been told that the way human resources, and and I don't know all their regulations or anything, if you have a doctorate, you have to pay a certain rate. If you have a master's or a bachelor's, you have to pay a certain rate. They don't want to pay that. Wow. Wow. Well, uh, Linda, I I, I am, I, I think it's awesome that even though he was told the college wasn't for him. He was able to go and uh, prove the doubters wrong. I always love a story like that. He he. That was exactly it. Is you he proved himself, and I am so proud that he went on. And he's a smart guy. No, for sure. And uh, I hope he gets that. Hope he gets that job that he's uh, that he's looking for with NASA. I think that would be awesome. Thank you, Linda. Linda in Ellicottville, eight hundred three zero nine thirty star nine thirty. I mean, there are a lot of pros to college. I, I don't want this to be Joe, you know, anti college Joe Beamer, but. Let me tell you this, if out of college, if out of high school, you know, I had met the great people here at Odyssey, I had met Tim Wanger, and he said, hey, I got a job for you, right? And I could be in this building at 18, I, I probably wouldn't have gone to college. I, I, I'm saying that right now. I, if, we're lo- if we're talking about what the, the long-term goal was, and right now I'm in the middle of achieving that long-term goal, if I was already foot in the door here, I don't think I would have seen an, a, a reason to go to college. But there's a lot of pros to college, right? 
I mean, my some of my best friends, some of my best friends not named Brian Mazarowski are people I went to college with, right? Like I met my best friends in college or here at the station. Um, you know, uh, a lot of people I talk to daily are people I went to college with, you know? Um, and like I said, I, I, I had a ton of fun in college. But the main objective, objective of college for me was to get into radio. I've always loved this media. That was the goal. So I, you know, if, if uh, we'll use Tim as the example because he's, if Tim Winger for some reason saw my morning announcements at Amherst and said, I need, I need this kid on the air and offered me a job, I, I would have had no reason to go to college. I mean, that's, that is goal number one. All the other stuff is great. There's a lot of pros other than that. But number one, in my opinion, is career placement. And I got that in college, don't get me wrong. But if I could have gotten here without college, I wouldn't have gone to college. I think it's as simple as that. 803-0930, star 930 gets you on the show. Uh, We've got people on hold, but I want to give you more than 30 seconds. Um, So after traffic, we'll get back to the phones. Uh, What do you think on loan repayment? They're starting back up. Is this affecting you at home? Is this affecting maybe your kids? 803-0930, star 930. What's the plan? What's getting cut from the budget? Has the budget had to to have been rewritten because of these repayments starting? Or were you paying all along? Were you like, I know this isn't going to, my loan's not going to be forgiven. I know it's going to start back up. I'm just going to keep on paying this all along. Did you keep on doing that? 803-0930, star 930. And like we're talking about, making college cheaper. Is there a way to make college cheaper? Um, like I said, get rid of the electives, you know, and Mike was talking about, um, college over in Spain. Let's have classes that have, that are about what you're going to college for, right? I went to college for communications. I didn't need to take statistics. You might be surprised to hear this. I have not used statistics in my job. Maybe we can cut out some of the electives, cut down the, the credits and maybe do college in three years instead of four. It's Beamer in for Bowerly here on News Radio 930 WBEN. That was the Just Call Jed forecast. And we're asking you, uh, as student loans begin the repayment, your, uh, how it's affecting you. Has the budget been rewritten? And making college cheaper. Do we really need to be encouraging college? And when we do encourage college, should we not be showing how much debt on average you're going to go into? And how much, on average, that job you're going to school for pays in the first decade post-college? 803-0930, star 930. Jeanette in North Buffalo is next. Jeanette, what are your thoughts as student loans start back up? Okay. Well, first of all, I have to say I went to high school with you, but I I think I'm two years ahead of you. (laughs) So I don't know if I'm allowed to say the name of our high school on the air. but um, You can for sure say it. Okay, we went to Amherst High School, Amherst Central High School, and the guidance counselors put, I feel like I had a lot of pressure put on me to go to college, a lot, like you were talking about earlier. I listened to you on my drive home from work. I'm a teacher, and um, I just remember, like, it was a lot a lot of pressure at our high school, and I don't know if that was, like, kind of the community that we were in, but... Um, my dad, my parents, they didn't put pressure on me, but I did get a lacrosse scholarship. So 
like that helped pay and I got a little bit of an academic scholarship. I would not regret I went to school in Pittsburgh. I don't regret going away because my dad he he graduated valedictorian at his school. He went to Tonawanda High School and he got a free ride to UB. So he went to UB, lived with his parents and he said that's the number one regret of his life was not going away to school because he missed out on the experience and I I don't regret going to college, but I agree with you. I wrote down my points on a post-it note. This is how you know I'm a teacher. (laughs) (laughs) I I came home and wrote down on the post-it note my points. I agree with you 100% on get rid of the electives. I can't remember how many wasted classes, how much wasted money I spent by going to. I'm glad I went to the school I went to. I had a a great opportunity. I went to Seton Hill University. It's just outside of Pittsburgh, small private school played lacrosse there division two was great and then i have a lot of points on my post-it note okay the spain i wasn't even going to mention this but you had the the caller about spain after college i would never have had the opportunity to teach english abroad in spain if i hadn't had gone away it was the best two years of my life where i taught there but the teachers i taught with uh, same thing like they paid almost nothing like I want to say like $2,000 a year to go to a private university or something ridiculous, but they had to do something called like they had to do electives every year, like extra courses after, but I don't think they had to pay for them. They were required to do them, but it was paid for by the government. So whatever your caller was saying, and he's absolutely right. Like they just were going for education. That's what they wanted to do. They wanted to be a teacher and that was it. So he was absolutely right about, what he was saying about that. And then again, like I remember in high school, we were really pushed for applying for scholarships. I remember uh, any scholarship, like push for applying at like Walgreens had, not wasn't Walgreens. It was, I can't remember. It was some program. It was like apply for every scholarship, apply, apply for anything that you can get your hands on. And like, it's so much pressure when you're in high school, like, I agree 100%. Lower the cost of education and just stop putting pressure on high school kids. They're 18 years old. I have a degree in biology. Do you want to know what? I don't use it. <laughs> I, I came back from Spain and I went back to UB and got my master's in teaching. Like, I don't use my four years organic chemistry. You know how hard that was? I'm like, I was like, oh, I, I want to be a doctor. And then I'm like, at 18 years old, I didn't know what I wanted to be. I spent so much money. I mean, I'm glad I went to the school I went to. I'm not regretting my school at all. Like, just like you say, you don't regret going to Madai. It was definitely fun. But I spent so many hours taking classes that I don't even ever use. So no, I, I feel... I don't remember, I don't know what I, I got out of my uh, senior thesis. I know that's not an elective. You have to do that to graduate. But still, I don't know what I wrote yeah. that senior thesis for. Hey, Jeanette, before we let you go, uh, do you remember my morning announcements or no? Well, I was there when you were there. You can say no. I mean, I, I, it's fine. I think I did when we did TV announcements. I know. Yeah, which, you know, I, I wish it was just a radio announcement. But, yeah, with the TV announcements and Mr. Jones was the. Uh, I do. Okay, wh- I do remember. <laughs> yeah. I do remember. I do remember you. I think you were actually at my house one time because you might have been friends with my brother, but I don't know. Because he, he would have been a year younger than you. Um, 
I mean, the, yeah. it, it's it's very possible. Well, Jeanette, I, I appreciate you calling. <laughs> I'm glad it all worked out. And uh, it worked out. Oh, oh, I had one more point. Okay. And the other thing about the vocational, because I work for Erie One Boses, I had a girl just this morning, a student, tell me that she didn't want to go to college. She wants to do vocational work. And I said, you know what? That's great. Because we, we pushed the vocational work at, at BOCES. You know, if you want to go, you want to build houses when you graduate, that's awesome. I have a cousin who didn't go to college, and he's a very successful carpenter. I know you were talking about you have friends that were successful that didn't go to college. Same thing. I said, you want to know what? I will support you in your vocational work. So, yeah. That's Sound, my last point. <laughs> sounds good, Jeanette. Appreciate the call. That's Jeanette in North Buffalo. We'll talk with you after the news on WBEN. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.